Hi, welcome to The Landscape, a Cranes Cleveland podcast. I'm Dan Paletta. Thanks for joining us. Questions of affordability and acquiring an education that will help in the job market to seem even more prevalent than ever these days. Students are seeing the value of attending a community college. With the new school year underway, we wanted to touch base with Marsha Ballinger, the president of Lorain County Community College, to see how things are going as we try to get students back into the classroom and educate them as we still continue with the coronavirus issue, as well as what's going on at Lorain County Community College, just to get caught up. Dr. Ballinger, thanks for being with us today. Thank you so much, Dan. It's a pleasure to join you. Our former higher education reporter, Amy Morona, was recently on the landscape as we previewed this year's uh, school year. And one of the things we talked about was that higher education institutions seemed to take a real hit when it came to enrollment, and particularly community colleges. How did it go with Lorraine Community College? What were your numbers like and what are they like now? Yeah, so, you know, the pandemic certainly uh, caused a lot of upheaval in higher education overall, and in particular, community colleges, given the population that we serve. We, you know, serve adults, many of whom have families. The majority of our students are female. And so with the pandemic and having additional child care challenges, uh, that combined with work and working remotely, um, but community colleges are nimble and flexible, and so our enrollment um, has been, uh, like other community colleges as, as well as higher education institutions throughout the country and our region, have seen less students enroll, although the past year it has stabilized, and there are some areas, uh, in particular our short-term training programs that are less than an entire semester are seeing a growth. And we're also seeing growing enrollments in what is called College Credit Plus. So that's the opportunity for high school students to take college courses while they're in high school, and that's all free of charge for them. So our numbers continue to grow uh, for high school students and, as I said, the adults who are in those short-term training programs because I, I think given the external dynamics of what the pandemic has created, our adults who are interested in either earning a college degree or retraining uh, see short-term as a viable option and then they can decide whether or not they want to continue. The reasons that students had to stop going to community college, Lorraine and others, it's a myriad of reasons. What are some of the ways you're trying to help them come back? Are there programs, things that the school is doing to try to encourage students to return? So, you know, we launched what we call our fast track programs, and we have those in over 40 different areas, and we've been offering offering them free of charge. Uh, and so they're less than a full semester, and they provide an industry-recognized credential. Uh, they feed into a one-year degree program, and they cut across high-demand fields, so whether it's healthcare, IT, advanced manufacturing, and that redesign has enabled uh, students who thought they couldn't go back to school the ability to do that. Coupled with that has been really our, uh, what I like to describe as our culture of care and our intensive wraparound support services for students. And so we're expanding child care services. We've expanded emergency aid. We've expanded uh, just about every type of wraparound intensive service. The other piece that has been extremely uh, beneficial for students is we have created more what we describe as learn and earn programs so that students 
can work directly in their field, get paid for it, and then go to school a few days a week. And, and that has been um, an area of growth for us. So one example that I would share with you that we're really excited about and are looking to uh, grow this and expand it is really taking a page out of the playbook of apprenticeship programs, but applying it to healthcare. And so a program that we launched just this past summer uh, has been with university hospitals at their Elyria uh, campus. And it is for, it's for a nursing program. And students um, are actually EMA or university hospital employees who began in entry level positions as patient care assistants. Uh, and then we took in some students as well, but they are being paid to work full time at university hospitals and they are, they're earning uh, their nursing degree, their LPN as part of that. And then they can go on from that to their RN degree. But we saw that as a win-win in terms of both from an employer uh, creating an alternative approach to grow their workforce and Lorraine County Community College looking at our learn and earn models, particularly through apprenticeship programming and creating a model like that, that again, we hope to expand. I think that's so wonderful to hear. I, you know, it's often difficult for people who are in a lower socioeconomic class. You say, well, why don't you do, you know, do an unpaid internship? Well, sometimes that's just not affordable for people. They can't afford to not be working. So this is a great idea. Do you think it's a, it's, it's a great opportunity. It combines it all together. And, and we have done that in other sectors, uh, particularly advanced manufacturing. Uh, in fact, the programs that we have in what we call microelectromechanical systems or MEMS and automation and robotics, and those are areas that will feed the semiconductor industry. But our students in those programs are doing what we describe as learn and earn. So they are, they are at the employer site three days a week, and they are attending classes two days a week. And they are paid by the employers, and so they will. Gra- students will graduate debt free. It's it's fascinating. Just in the few minutes we've had this discussion, how things have changed. <laughs> I mean, the, the they no- have changed. What people expect from a community college and what you're able to offer them. I mean, the notion of childcare and this learn and earn. How do you, how have things changed? Would you say in in the community college business, for lack of a better term, uh, over the last decade or so? You know, community colleges, Dan, from the time that uh, Northeast Ohio's community colleges were created in the 60s, you know, we were created with a focus on being responsive and proactive to our local communities. And so change is inherent in, in everything that we do, not just being reactive, we need to be proactive. And I think that's part of the culture and the mindset, particularly uh, I know at Lorain County Community College, I know at Cuyahoga Community College uh, and, and others. And so the past decade has really ushered in for us Um, a a faster rate of innovation. Uh, In fact, uh, the author and columnist Thomas Friedman, when when he wrote his book, Thank You for Being Late, uh, several years back, and he came to Lorain County Community College to talk about 
what just all that has changed in that decade that started in 2010. And what he writes about and talks about is the rapid rate of technological innovations, which really came out of uh, that 2007-2008 timeframe when uh, we saw the unveiling of the iPhone, cloud computing began. And so the revolution that was particularly advanced by semiconductors and sensors has created just such an upward trajectory. In fact, the only other time in our history where we have experienced that kind of technological innovation that has really turned not only business and industry around, but really has changed society. Uh, the only other time that happened to that extent was when Gutenberg invented the press. <laughs> and so when you think about that, right, so the past 10 years, what we saw happen has you know, really created, um, I would describe, a new day one for community colleges because employers no longer had the uh, ability to just keep looking in terms of the rearview mirror in terms of what their needs are, but looking out five, ten years and reimagining their businesses and rethinking just what this technological uh, transformation was going to do to their businesses. And so in the past decade, uh, Lorain County Community College has been at the forefront of semiconductors. We've been at the forefront of innovations in automation, robotics, healthcare, information technologies, and the list goes on. Because we not only listen and learn from those who we serve, but we also bring them to the table to be part of that planning for the future. You mentioned the partnership with university hospitals and the nursing program. Are there other organizations and businesses that are interested in partnering with Lorraine to try to have similar kinds of things? We partner across the continuum throughout the entire Northeast Ohio region. Uh, but another one that I would highlight outside of healthcare, this one in the information technology space, is with uh, what was formerly MCPC, uh, but is now called Fortress in cybersecurity. Uh, cybersecurity is another area that has taken on, I think, a life of its own, particularly given um, the challenges that organizations have and, and, the, and the need for us to all keep our data safe. And so uh, Andy Jones, the president of Fortress, he and I co-chair together Team NEO's Talent Development Council for Northeast Ohio. And through conversations, I was sharing the concept behind the learn and earn model and apprenticeships. And so we have an expanded partnership with Andy and his team at uh, Fortress, where again, co-designing what the curriculum looks like, co-designing what those student internship and co-op opportunities are. But we're really doing this across the curriculum. We're joined today by Dr. Marcia Ballinger. She's the president of Lorraine County Community College. She joins us today for The Landscape, a Crane's Cleveland podcast. I'm Dan Paletta. One of the things you introduced this summer is a Bachelor of Applied Science in Smart Industrial Automated Systems Engineering. That's quite a mouthful. We, it is a mouthful. We'll just say smart. <laughs> okay. So, I mean, what, that sounds interesting. There's so many of these things going on. What are students learning there? So students in, in that particular program are focused on integrating, operating, and troubleshooting what we describe as smart manufacturing systems. So when I, w when I just described, you know, what happened in 2007 and 8 with the um, advent of chips and microprocessors being embedded, 
everything in our businesses today, in our homes, they're all smart, right? Whether it's the watch that we wear on our on our arm, whether it's our uh, our ring systems, but every business today has has moved manufacturing to smart manufacturing, and so students are learning uh, how to design, model, analyze, apply analytics to it, and we have a world class facility in our Campana Center for Automation or, or, or for Ideation and Invention. And so our automation lab uh, is, is by far one of the most sophisticated advanced automation labs uh, on a community college campus uh, in, in Ohio. And uh, our second applied bachelor's degree, which is in MEMS or microelectromechanical systems, we unveiled several years ago and that program is what is preparing students at the applied bachelor's degree level to work with chips and sensors and microprocessors. And that's part of uh, the capacity that Lorain County Community College brings to not only our employers, to our students, but also working with K-12 and educators throughout our entire region. Uh, sometimes I like to say we had a crystal ball when we were working on all of this, uh, but, you know, thinking about Ohio now becoming the Silicon heartland as Intel is breaking ground two hours away, the supply chain and the ripple effect of what that means to Northeast Ohio is immense. And we're excited to be at the forefront of that at Lorain County Community College. Talk about the Ohio Semiconductor Collaboration Network, the steering committee, because I mean, we think, okay, this is going to be in central Ohio, but just as you mentioned, just because Intel's in central Ohio doesn't mean there isn't going to be jobs coming out of that in various places. That's right. That's right. And that's one of the pieces that, uh, you know, we keep emphasizing. This is not about uh, our individuals necessarily moving two hours away. The entire state's ecosystem is what will make not only Intel successful, but we will have that, what I, what I describe as that stickiness factor because of the supply chain. We're already working uh, with over 60 manufacturers who are part of the supply chain. Uh, they are here in Northeast Ohio. That is going to be expanding. Uh, and I believe that, you know, as we look out over the next five years, we will see other Intel's, whether uh, in fab foundries that locate in our region. And so it's critically important for us from a higher education perspective to have the talent supply. Uh, so we are part of a consortium. Actually, Lorraine County Community College is part of two consortiums. Uh, the first is one that is uh, funded by Intel. We were one of the colleges selected to lead uh, a training and education consortium for the state. And, and so we're doing that in Northeast Ohio, and it will reach down to our educators in K through 12. Uh, all, going all the way through our public and private universities to then the PhD level at Case Western Reserve University. So we have, um, we're the bookends here in Northeast Ohio. We have Lorraine County Community College at one end of that, Case Western Reserve at the other end of it. Uh, President Eric Kaler from Case and I signed an MOU uh, just several months ago to really reinforce 
just how our ecosystem of higher education in Northeast Ohio will provide our residents, our students, our employers, our supply chain with the talent that they need in this space to be competitive. Do you have a feel overall for how many students who attend Lorain Community Co- County Community College actually remain in our area? I know that, that may be a difficult number to quantify. 90, yeah, I, I do know. Oh, really? I do know. <laughs> 90% of the students who attend Lorain County Community College remain right here in our community. Oh, wow. And and so, you know, their contribution to the Northeast Ohio economy is immense. We are the, when I look at Lorraine County specifically, we're the number one trainer uh, and educator of first responders, of our allied health and nursing workers, uh, and, and the list goes on. And so, you know, our, our students, like, like our sister community colleges at Cuyahoga, at Lakeland, and at Stark, our students live and work here in Northeast Ohio. There are many reasons students choose a place to be educated. Uh, cost is one of them. How does Lorraine Community, community College compare to other schools in terms of cost? Yeah, so we're, we're really excited that just, just this summer, the U.S. Department of Education named Lorraine County Community College in the top 10% of the most affordable uh, colleges in, in our country. And um, so for our Lorraine County residents, we have the lowest cost um, for them to attain uh, higher education. And we're very pleased that our bachelor's degree programs that we've just talked about uh, are, in fact, the most affordable bachelor's degree programs in the entire state. Along with that, Dan, we also offer our university partnership program, uh, which brings colleges and universities to our campus to deliver bachelor's and master's degrees. We have 15 universities that award degrees uh, through the programs that they have at Lorraine County Community College. And that is by far the most affordable route to a bachelor's degree in the entire state. On average, students save $75,000 off the cost of a bachelor's degree at an average price. So I would say pretty affordable. (laughs) I'm still stunned at the the cost of college from compared to when I went. When I went, it was a long time ago, but it's just amazing what it costs. So to hear that there's a possibility for savings has to be a great enticement for a lot of students. Absolutely. And and it was the residents of Lorraine County, Dan, back in 1995 that came together to create a vision that brought universities here because Lorraine County Community College is the only public higher education institution in Lorraine County. And so uh, the ability to be able to recruit those universities to offer full programs here And then we provide, again, all of those intensive wraparound services, plus all student services, whether that's financial aid, advising, uh, support and resources like our library. And and so uh, the residents came forward in 1995, overwhelmingly approved a tax levy to create the university partnership. And so every 10 years, we go back to our voters to ask for their continued support and to renew that support. Uh, We are on the ballot uh, coming up here uh, on Election Day for that renewal. And what we're very proud of is just in the past two decades, we have seen baccalaureate degree attainment grow 77% in Lorraine County. 
And that was part of the impetus, again, for the creation of the university partnership because we, while we had the highest percentage of adults who had an associate's degree in our 17-county Northeast Ohio region, at the baccalaureate level, we were last in the region. Mm. And so we're, you know, thrilled to see the kind of growth that has that has occurred. We know from national student clearinghouse data that 89% of that growth is attributable to our university partnership program. When the levy is on the ballot and voters see it, um, have, have we gotten to a point now where people are starting to really understand that Yes, it's a tax levy, but it is really an investment in the community. I'm not cheerleading, but I'm just saying that we talk about having a trained talk about having a trained workforce. You you can't produce it out of nowhere. There has to be some support for it. Absolutely, and our residents have supported it uh, from the creation of it, uh, and and they see the return on that investment. Um, but you know, we demonstrate that ROI day in and day out. Again, at the individual level, uh, half of the families who uh, are in Lorain County, at least one person in that household has attended Lorain County Community College and or its university partnership. So, you know, from first responders to keeping our community safe, to the teachers in our schools, to the social workers, to our healthcare community, uh, to our advanced manufacturers, Lorain County has truly been uh, the impetus uh, for for our community's economic strength. It's great to hear. Dr. Marsha Ballinger, thanks so much for joining us today for The Landscape. Great pleasure having you join us. Dan, thank you so much. Dr. Marsha Ballinger is the president of Lorain County Community College. She joined us today for The Landscape, a Cranes Cleveland podcast. I'm Dan Paletta. Thank you for joining us, and we'll talk again soon. <laughs>